Welcome to Expert Opinion, the branding business forum where leaders share their views, insights, and experiences from the world of B2B branding. And now, here's your host. Welcome to Expert Opinion. I'm Ryan Rikus, and today's guest is Alan Weiss, CEO of Marketing Profs, the company he founded over 10 years ago while a professor at marketing at USC. Today, Marketing Profs is used by over 600,000 global professionals as a resource to cut through the clutter and gain the most relevant content, best practices, and training for modern marketers. I had the pleasure of joining Alan on a regional BMA conference and was very impressed by the company, what he's doing today, and where the business is going. Alan, welcome to Expert Opinion. Well, thank you very much. Maybe we can start with a little background on marketing profs and where, where you got the idea and why you started the company. Sure. Uh, well, it was a, kind of a st- funny story. I started it, you know, one of my things that I do is I'm a professor of marketing at USC, and I started this as a way to, in a sense, make my job easier teaching MBA students by having a resource on the web. And so I coded a website. I think I called it Marketing, Prof- Marketing Today or something like that. And, uh, and uh, so over the years, uh, it kind of grew and grew and added people. And, um, and so now I have a company of 45 of us who are basically uh, doing... Uh, training marketers, kind of in the same way I started uh, back in 2000. Well, it seems like you were a little bit ahead of the time in the sense that uh, content uh, has become a very big topic uh, over the last few years, and uh, it's constantly in the news. And and so at the same time, how do you separate yourself from other sources of uh, online content and training? Well, that's a, that's a good question. You know, we uh, we started. Uh, you know, we were just a content company. Uh, you know, that's basically. It. And then as you know, the uh, walls came down, and everybody started putting up content. And since we uh, started, my idea was to have a really good brand, and uh, and that's kind of like was been the kind of the forefront of the company is to have a really good brand. And so, by the time a lot of other people came in, we still had a very good brand name. Uh, but because of the fact that uh, Microsoft had come to us about uh, probably six, seven years ago and asked us to start training uh, their independent software vendors, we kind of got into the training market. And, uh, and so we're really now more of a training company rather than a content company. And so that's what we do is we train marketers in uh, – a lot of different companies who are our clients now, but we still have a website. So we kind of flipped the model around. We used to be a content company that used to be kind of like did some training, and now we're a training company that uses content marketing. And so that's how we are now. That's how we kind of cut through. So our, the people we compete with are a completely different set of people because we're competing against big training companies. Yet at the same time, you're able to use your content as a means to generate awareness of your brand and create, yeah. you know, credibility and uh, also, I guess, uh, not only just awareness but also interest in the concept of training, right? Right. Well, it's 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 actually really interesting. Uh, you know, the content. You know, obviously, uh, you know, we started with a, a free to fee model back in 2003, so we were one of the first companies to actually charge for content because we really 
we were, you know, uh, we started uh, working on, you know, really high quality stuff, and so, uh, and a lot of stuff came from uh, kind of like uh, an academic background, and so some of it was really backed by solid research, and so that a lot of that stuff was paid, and that evolved into a kind of a paid model. And uh, and so yes, like you said, we there's content, you know, is, it, which drives a lot of awareness. But the training is actually interesting because we have direct salespeople who actually call up companies. So we're dealing more with the CMOs of companies or people who not necessarily know of our content but know of the name because of the because we've been doing so much with brand awareness. Well, I see on your website you use the term real world education. For modern marketers, yeah. <laughs> so, give me give me your perspective about this real world, world education. Is that kind of the sense that you know in the classroom sometimes you just get theory? Is this now more of a you know education from uh, best practices that are being used actively in today? Well, yeah. I mean, the idea of uh, you know that's kind of like a tagline. Um, mm -hmm. We used to have a different tagline, but our ta you know we've always been like on the try to be on the cutting edge. So, as an example. We started having articles about blogging back in 2002, which was about three or four years before other people started talking about blogging. And so we've always tried, with, our, with the content that we have on the site, to always be really trying to figure out what is the next thing that people are going to be talking about. Now, the training market is different because this is like where companies come and they say, we really want our people to be trained on, say, content marketing, or they want them to be trained on search engine optimization, uh, at which time they're just looking for solid content uh, of ways to, so that people can really up their skills and be able to perform better in their organizations. And so sometimes they want what's cutting-edge stuff, but sometimes they just want solid you know, um, content that really helps people improve their skill set. Well, I see you offer a lot of different types of training uh, in virtually all the different disciplines of marketing, and then you also offer more the technical side of uh, some of the components you just mentioned, SEO or content. Where are you finding the greatest interest these days? Uh, what specific topics? Well, that's interesting. Like, you know, it's been really interesting to watch uh, you know, what are the hot topics, uh, you know, that, that's gone on. Uh, and so right now we're seeing that uh, companies, uh, you know, obviously when the recession hit in 2008, people were really looking for lead generation. So anything that had to do with lead gen and uh, value propositions and really putting good value propositions together. And then it kind of like went into heavy content marketing, uh, which is very broad, but, you know, in order to write content, you have to have really good writing skills, and so we we are doing that. Uh, Ann Hanley, our chief content officer, who wrote a book on everybody writes, is now that's one of the things that we're doing. Is that we're doing it in some big companies is we're teaching people how to write better. So the con the topics kind of change, uh, kind of dependent on the company, depending on where they are, and and the, the kind of whatever uh, skill gaps they have in their company. So that kind of determines like what we do inside companies. Now it's different on the site because when we, when people are coming on the on the website, those people are usually more interested in like what's happening next uh, or trying to solve a problem. 
So what is happening next? I mean, is it social media? Is that still the hot, hot button out there, or is it something else? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a funny, you know, marketing is a funny, you know, you know when you look at kind of the, all the changes that are going on, you just have to be uh, really, you know, I try to get people in the company to always, rather than having heads down, is that they, they're really paying attention to what's going on, you know, in the market. And, uh, you know, when social media was big, you know, we were all over social media. And so, uh, you know, but it, it changes. You know, social media becomes big, and then the next thing, something else becomes big. And so you have to be, you, know, you have to be real sensitive to changes that are going on. Absolutely. It seems like the world of marketing is moving faster than, than ever. And so, you know, marketers, uh, whether they're the CMO or the team or other people within sales or related industries, certainly have to be well-versed in um, what's happening with, with marketing today. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. Just thinking about the salespeople, uh, there's a lot of companies, the sales, who, uh, you know, are starting to understand that this is kind of like, uh, inbound marketing is is bigger, and so uh, salespeople are now being trained. Um, want companies want their people trained on social media, uh, which is really kind of uh, a new area of um, you know skills for certain people who are, are used to kind of like doing things in a completely different way. When and you're training, a, that, do you typically train changes. individuals, or do you train uh, entire teams? I mean, what do, what do we, how do we do it? Well, you know, that again, this is so uh, somewhat idiosyncratic. So what we do is we have an the way we do it is we we have different offerings, and so like we have Marketing Profs University, and Marketing Profs University is really meant for um, individuals or small teams or small groups. So we have a lot of companies who where it's not the whole company. Uh, is doing training, but let's say a team of people uh, need to be trained on something. And so that's where they go is to Marketing Profs University. And th and that's kind of the way we, we started was really by just doing Marketing Profs University and uh, and doing some other sorts of things. But what's happened in the last year, especially year and a half, we now have something called our Product Development Solutions, which is really our more enterprise types of ways of training. And the reason for this is that uh, kind of the state-of-the-art in training is, is, is known as blended learning. And so the way that we used to do things just online isn't really enough for transferring the kind of skills that a lot of companies are looking for that, that, all, that go all the way to kind of like as close to the bottom line as possible. And for that, they really need uh, blended learning, which is a combination of offline and online training. So that's what we do now. And this concept of blended learning, do you apply it in your classroom as well as, a, as an existing marketing professor? Well, that's, that's actually interesting. People have talked about, in universities, people have talked about this for a while. They call this a flipped classroom. Hmm. And the idea of a flipped classroom is that, you know, if you went for an MBA or an undergraduate, uh, you know, what you do is you'd first go online. A professor would put all their online, you know, a lot of their lecture they'd put online. And then the idea was they'd come to the classroom and they'd actually make the application of whatever they learned online. Now, that idea, oddly enough, hasn't really taken, 
hasn't been a big component of the way it's done in universities. It's been talked about a great deal, but it hasn't really been uh, done that much. But in the uh, real, in the other world, the non-academic world, uh, this is a, this is actually the way people are are talking about is the best way to train people. So that's that's we do exactly what we don't do in universities. We we actually uh, have people go online, and we have online uh, classes um, that that, and we've tried to up the game on that by doing interactive classes. So there, this is. Uh, kind of a higher quality way of, of doing online training. And then people go from there into a kind of a um, class, uh, a training session where we do face-to-face training. And then after that class, that when they go back online, we do more things online. And so that might be gamification, uh, we do things called memory misers and these other these kind of tactics that we do after the face-to-face training that helps people kind of retain their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had clients in the university space and have done research and found that many people would like to have more online training and the efficiency and as well as the, uh, the ability to control schedules and times and, and the convenience. Right. And yet... Um, you were describing the more the academic world hasn't really uh, accepted that. Is there a perception that it's at not at the same level? Is there any thought around that? Yeah, it's 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 interesting because, like I said, that there's it's clear that people talk about this in academics. They say, well, uh, and the students will say, look, I'd like to be able to do this on demand, uh, you know, and and that's what they're looking for. But uh, but I I've tried this myself where I've actually uh, tried to record something beforehand for my students, put it online, walk into class like a few days later and ask them, did they watch it? And most people haven't done it. And I think that's uh, this is a common phenomenon. It probably happened with a lot of people, faculty, and they just give up on it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of those things that people, students will say, People in general will say, this is what I want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll, they'll do it. That's very true. Yeah. Well, well, I know you have a lot of experience in, uh, in research as well as consulting uh, in the high-tech space and Internet marketing, and obviously that helped prepare you very well for this business. But how, how do you stay ahead of not only just the trends, but also what people will actually use and, and utilize? Yeah, well, you see, I... I uh, you know, this is uh, this is one of the things that you just have to be just start. You know, my idea is just being curious and mm-hmm. uh, try to kind of understand what's going on as much as possible. Uh, like as you mentioned, I used to uh, uh, in the '90s before I started marketing process. I used to do a lot of consulting work for companies, but I found myself with Texas Instruments in particular and IBM and doing a lot of training. So I'd stand in front of these big groups of people. Uh, teach them about market segmentation or value positionings and and things like that. You know, people would take off of work and you know they'd sign in and you'd have 50 people in a room and listen to people like me talk about things all day long. Uh, there was no clear way to understand whether or not that changed the way people were doing business at all or anything. And so now, years later, uh, you know. That's the lens that I use for looking at this 
this training? Can we do it in a more effective way? Can we do it better than the way we used to do it? And the way a lot of companies still do it is just, you know, do face-to-face -face training and don't take advantage of these new technologies that we have. So you're utilizing real-time feedback to find out what's effective and what's not and how people would like to receive both their information, their content, but also their training, right? Right, exactly. I mean, you, you, you see this when you, have an, when you have an online company like we do, we, we, can, we can watch, uh, you know, we can watch, like, what people read. Uh, you, know, this is, uh, you know, this is like one of the things that we do, our gamification. Uh, and, and there's a whole new thing that's going on in the market for learning management systems. So learning management systems are turning into something called learning record systems. And so they're even realizing that people, you know, how they learn is not necessarily they watch some seminar, but they go on, you know, on a website and they download a white paper, they read something. And so we're capturing that information because that comes as part of the way you do training nowadays. And so by watching the data, you can start seeing what it is that people are interested in. Mm -hmm. And that starts to give you a lot of information about like what courses you need to put together, what modality people are interested in, like are they interested more in like like you're doing a podcast, are they interested in like infographics, are they interested in just text, are they interested in video? And so you get a kind of a feedback process so that you can kind of understand what people are uh, engaged with better. Well, that certainly helps you stay ahead of the curve and always uh, current because you're utilizing that real-time feedback to uh, implement in your business, right? Right, exactly. You know, this well, is, in a sense, we're just doing pretty basic marketing. We're just trying to listen really carefully to the market. And, uh, and so, obviously, since we're an online company and we work in this digital space, where data is so prevalent that we can actually use not only what we experience and what we hear people saying, but we can use the data that we get from watching what people actually read and what they care about and try to use our best judgment to join these together to you know, provide the best offerings we can. Well, on that topic, you got any insights for us as to what are those uh those new things that uh, people are really uh, believing in and, and uh, evolving? I'm sorry, say that again, please? Okay, utilizing some um, recent stories, real, recent experiences. What, what are you finding? What's working? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of hard to say. You know, there's all sorts of different things seem to be working for people. You know, again, it, it comes down to it, a lot of this is so specific to these different companies. Uh, the companies are so different these days uh, in terms of what their what their um, abilities are, and so what works for one company is because they're you know they have most of the people who who are at a very early stage. What's going on, for example, in digital is not that important to them. And then you go to another company, and they're you know that that's the most important thing to them. So I'll give you an example. Like we did. We did something with uh, Brown Foreman, which is one of our clients. They do Jack Daniels. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they wanted everybody to know marketing ROI. That was, their, that was their main issue, was that in their business, 
the most effective thing that they could possibly do was make sure that everybody knew how to calculate, uh, you know, a return on investment. And then you go to another company, and the, the main thing is, you know, they're going through a branding change. Mm-hmm. And so they want everybody to understand, like, uh, how to brand umbrellas work, you know, like how do sub-brands work. And you go to another company, and they're in a completely different place. So it's really hard to come up with one general rule as to what what is really going on and what's the most effective for people. Understood. So you, especially from the, in the training aspect, you have to really be um, pretty well-rounded in all the different topics that you can offer and yeah. then be able to address a, a company's specific situation and be able to then offer that training. Uh, and um, in terms of the content that your team, as well as uh, maybe you can describe how other content is provided to marketing profs and then how it's shared on a, a, a daily basis, right? Right. Well, I mean, this actually raises a kind of an interesting question, as you're, I think you're pointing to, which is that, uh, you know, we we have a lot of people who contribute to marketing profs, and so that that has given us a a wide breadth of content areas that we're able to put on the website. Uh, when it comes to our training, on the other hand, we do our own training, so it is not done by outside people. We actually do the training, and so we we as a company have to kind of pick and choose. We have to decide on what areas we're going to specialize in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this, this, is, this is the part of the conundrum whenever you're in this business, which is uh, you want to you satisfy everybody, but everybody has idiosyncratic needs, and you just can't do that. So you, we, we're, we're becoming very focused on these are uh, the main you know, kind of topic areas that we're going to really excel in, and then we're going to build out from there. And that's going to take time. Right. So we're wrapping a lot of our training in the early stages around content, writing, lead generation, so a lot of the, the value proposition, a lot of the main things that we're hearing, what most of the people in the market are, are very interested in. Alan, we're almost out of time, so um, our time together went quite, quite fast today. So um, any final advice for global marketers or executives who are listening today? <laughs> well, uh, the only thing I would say is, uh, you know, I think I, my sense is that when I've seen other companies, it's, uh, it's really easy to get kind of swept up in your own industry and your own, your own little world. And, uh, you know, when I, when I was at the uh, BMA with you guys, you know, that was one of the messages I said. It said you have to really think, look at a different industries. Look what's happening outside of your industry to other industries. Uh, it's called lateral thinking, you know. Look for analogies and things like that. Learn from other industries. Uh, that's my recommendation because as the world is shifting around, uh, it might be other industries that are, really catching the wind and so you just want to keep your eyes wide open i think that's smart advice uh we are certainly seeing it within our our client base uh as a brand strategy firm the amount of time that we can apply a a thought or a concept from one industry and over to another industry has been very very effective and and it's how you create a little bit of a disruption within that industry right 
Right, exactly. Well, yeah. um, Alan, if our listeners have any questions of you, how could they best reach you? Do you have an email address or anything? Or? People can just contact me, amw uh, at marketingprofs.com. All right, wonderful. Alan, thank you so much for being a guest in the show. Well, thank you so much. All right, that concludes our show for today in a brand-new business forum where thought leaders share their point of view. If you'd like to listen to past shows or read our blog series, visit brandingbusiness.com.